is LBC from Global, leading Britain's conversation with Ben Kentish. Just got midnight. Very good morning to you. Ben Kentish here with you on LBC on a big breaking news night. Donald Trump, if you were just joining us, has been indicted by a grand jury in New York in a case that is in relation to uh, alleged hush money payments that were paid to adult film actress Stormy Daniels towards the end of the 2016 US presidential election campaign. Uh, no great surprise that that story has exploded all over the media across the United States. Reaction coming in pretty much by the minute. Simon Marks joins us again, LBC's Washington correspondent, to bring us up to speed on the latest. Simon, what's the latest reaction to tonight's breaking news? Good evening again. This from the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who has taken to Twitter within the last few minutes to say the weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. It is un-American. The Soros-backed Manhattan district attorney, he writes, has consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies and to excuse criminal misconduct, yet now he is stretching the law to target a political opponent. And here's the key bit of Ron DeSantis's tweet. Florida will not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with this Soros-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. Now remember, Donald Trump, his base is in Florida, uh, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach. Uh, the uh, I- I- Donald Trump has the right uh, to call for an extradition hearing to try and force the Manhattan prosecutor uh, to seek Donald Trump's extradition from, from Florida to New York to face these charges. Uh, he has not, Donald Trump, indicated whether he would fight uh, any uh, effort uh, to force his surrender, to force his appearance in that Manhattan courthouse uh, over the course of the next few days. But if we get to a situation where Donald Trump says, I'm not going extradite me. Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, and also, of course, a presumed challenger Mm. uh, in the race for the Republican Party's presidential nomination, is saying, I will not extradite him to New York. That is an astonishing development in and of itself. Meanwhile, in New York, we're reading the New York Times uh, says that it has seen a memo uh, in which uh, all uniformed members of the New York Police Department have been told they need to be prepared prepared for deployment following the indictment of Donald Trump. An internal police memo said all members must remain prepared for mobilization at any time. And that goes back to those uh, threats of uh, possible protest uh, that we were talking about uh, earlier on the programme. Donald Trump, of course, has urged his uh, supporters to take to the streets uh, even before news Mm. of this indictment broke uh, and uh, defend him. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next because you know we know that negotiations will begin to try and secure donald trump's surrender to the authorities uh, in new york on these uh, charges and we still don't know the details of the charges uh, but we do know that they relate to the hush money payments that were made to porn star stormy daniels in the final days of the 2016 presidential election prosecutors say in a bid to silence miss daniels about the affair that she had had with donald 
Trump, uh, but we could be sailing into just extraordinary waters were Donald Trump to say, actually, you know what? I'm not surrendering to the DA in Manhattan. Mm. This is a complete political witch hunt, as he said uh, in his uh, statement tonight. Donald Trump saying this is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. Never before has this been done. Uh, The Manhattan DA, he says, is a disgrace. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City, he is doing Joe Biden's dirty work. Now, if Donald Trump were to say, right, I'm not cooperating in any way, I'm not flying to New York City uh, to get my mugshot taken and to be fingerprinted, uh, the DA would then be forced to try and seek his extradition from Florida. And Governor DeSantis is saying to the authorities in Manhattan, forget it, I won't send him there. And if that happens, Simon, and if Donald Trump does not return to New York, is it plausible that this this simply goes on and on and on? Well, this Ben, this is going to go on and on and on, whatever happens. Um, but if he, but refuses, I it, it never gets to court anytime soon. Well, if he refuses to to comply with efforts to make him surrender, I mean, he could hunker down in Florida. Mm. Uh, where he would be reliant upon Governor DeSantis, very much his rival. You know, this is the man that Donald Trump always refers to as Ron DeSanctimonious or Meatball Ron. I mean, he would then be reliant on Governor DeSantis basically to protect him. I'm not sure that he'd necessarily want to go uh, down that path because Mm. it would also deny Donald Trump of the opportunity to get his mugshot taken, to engage in uh, being fingerprinted. He might insist on, well, if I'm going to surrender, I demand a perp walk because we know he absolutely relishes the idea of uh, being seen by Americans uh, you know very much to to be the victim of what he says is political persecution he'll argue in the event that these charges don't stick that he's uh, that he's a martyr I think he'll argue he's a martyr even if they do stick Um, so you know but then Donald Trump were he to uh, decide to try and shelter in Florida he'd have to be very careful about the states that he traveled to I mean I suppose suppose he could go to Texas, where he could rally supporters there, safe in the knowledge that uh, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas would be highly unlikely to extradite him. But there would be states where he might be in jeopardy uh, of being uh, detained and then handed over to the authorities in New York. And that, of course, makes a, a presidential election campaign very, very difficult if he can only go to a small, limited number of states. Yes, although, you know, he, he will, of course, in reality, only go to a small, limited number of states because he'll want to be rallying in those places where he's got a deep wellspring of support uh, from his absolute uh, loyalists who have backed him all the way since 2016, beyond uh, past even the January the 6th uprising and into this uh, presidential race. I mean, I think that it is important just to remind everybody that while the district attorney is bringing these criminal charges and essentially is saying no one is above the law Donald Trump is the first president or former president of the United States ever to face criminal indictment. Remember even Richard Nixon Mm. wasn't charged with crimes Mm. in relation to Watergate as you've been discussing uh, on the program there are many legal analysts believe that these charges and we haven't seen the details of them yet but they're pretty thin gruel and they may not necessarily be guaranteed uh, to secure a conviction and all of this is happening at a time when Donald 
Donald Trump is already a declared candidate for the presidency. And that is resulting in Republicans like Governor DeSantis and others all over the country saying this is election interference by a Democrat district attorney in Manhattan. And by inference, as we've heard from uh, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, this is all Joe Biden's doing, Mm. even though, of course, Joe Biden uh, has nothing to do with the Manhattan district attorney and the White House tonight is uh, declining to comment uh, on the uh, the news that these charges are being brought. I wanted to ask you more about that, Simon, because that's an astonishing statement from Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump's main rival for the Republican presidential nomination, calling this un-American, calling it a, a weaponization of the legal system. Is what we're seeing here, the Republican Party coming together and rowing in behind Donald Trump, or will there be tricky conversations, do you think, going on in the uh, Republican congressional leaders and other senior Republicans about just how far they want to be seen to be publicly backing this man. Well, it kind of depends what you mean by the Republican Party, because in many ways what we all think of as the Republican Party has long disappeared. I mean, the Republican Party today is dominated uh, by people that would not in any sense find common cause with Ronald Reagan or, you know, historic great Republicans of the past. Uh, This is a much more right-wing political movement than it was uh, before Donald Trump was president. And the vast majority of modern-day leaders of this right-wing Republican Party recognise that Donald Trump still controls the party. I mean, in every single poll, not only is he the top favoured presidential candidate among potential Republican primary voters, but his lead over other declared and as yet undeclared candidates, including Governor DeSantis, continues to grow. So all of these Republicans have to be incredibly careful Mm. because they know that Donald Trump uh, is the favourite currently in the race for the Republican Party's presidential nomination. And if they are seen to back the idea of his prosecution on these charges, I mean, I think they'd find it more complicated if the charges were being brought in the state of Georgia with Mm. relation to election interference. But on these charges, at least, unless they stand by him, they are going to run the risk of further damaging their own brand. I think there's going to be big questions tonight uh, for former Vice President Mike Pence. He is not yet a declared candidate in the race for the Republican Party's presidential nomination, but we all uh, expect him uh, to run. He indicated in interviews last week that he thought the Manhattan District Attorney was a a woke leftist uh, who was emblematic of everything that was wrong with the Democratic Party today. Uh, No one is going to run the risk publicly, uh, at least among the presidential candidates that are the runners and riders, to rival Donald Trump of doing anything Mm. to um, irritate and annoy Donald Trump's base because anybody who becomes the next Republican presidential candidate knows they're going to need the support of Donald Trump's base and Donald Trump himself because there remains always the risk that if Donald Trump were to lose the race for the nomination and he couldn't find common cause with Governor DeSantis or whoever wins it, 
Donald Trump could go third party. He could say, I'm going to run as an independent. He could take his supporters with him. Ah. And that would leave the door absolutely open for Joe Biden to waltz back into the Oval Office for a second four-year term. Absolutely fascinating. Sam, I just want to ask you lastly, both uh, Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump mentioning George Soros, uh, suggesting there's links between him and the New York prosecutor. Is that just baseless conspiracy theories based on, you know, age-old anti-Semitic tropes? Or is there some evidence of a link there? Well, there is a link between uh, Alvin Bragg, the uh, district attorney in Manhattan, and George Soros, but it's not a direct one, and it has deliberately been overstated uh, by the former president, members of his family, and the supporters. George Soros, uh, the Hungarian-born financier, did donate to a group that has backed progressive prosecutors, left-wing prosecutors uh, like Alvin Bragg, and that group in turn used some of its money to back Alvin Bragg in his own 2021 campaign to become the District Attorney of Manhattan. It is going far too far to claim there is a direct line between George Soros and Alvin Bragg, but as you know, you know, when when the, the, the Soros name is invoked, there's an enormous amount of baggage and tropes that comes along with that. And that's why we're seeing it being so widely invoked by Donald Trump, his supporters and other Republicans tonight, because they believe that that underscores the notion that this is an out of control, woke leftist prosecutor who is symbolic of everything that is wrong with the Democratic side, the Democratic Party side of the United States. So th- th- this, this, this news tonight mm. becomes in and of itself now the central issue in the nascent presidential campaign that is getting underway. It's going to be very hard for Joe Biden over the next few days to avoid, you know, offering any kind of reaction uh, Mm. to what is taking place. I suspect when he does, we'll hear that he believes that everybody, you know, is equal under the law and uh, the law must be allowed to take its course without fear or favour. But this is now going to be, currently at least, the central issue in the early stages of the 2024 presidential campaign.